It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. Hey, hey, happy Friday, y'all. Welcome to Let's Chat. I am Alicia. We had a little technical difficulty this evening, but you know the chat room is live, loud, and in color, and we are in full effect, ready to talk that talk this evening. We got special guest, poet, Bray Monette. She's going to come in here, talk that talk about her work, life, uh, our topic today is shit happens. That is our topic today. You know, I always say that everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. I don't think that anything happens that isn't set to happen. And I think that we see confirmation for a lot of things, and we just ignore them sometimes. Or we don't see them as confirmation because we're not paying attention. But sometimes things just happen, um, and it's either a reason for you to move in a different direction, change something differently, something, but there's a reason there. So we're going to bring in this fabulous poet. Oh, how are you? I'm well. How are you this evening? Oh, we are well. I am well. Welcome to the chat room. We apologize for being late. She is on her way. She got hung up at work, but she is on her way. But while we are waiting, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and your literary journey. Absolutely. Um, I'm poet Ray Monet. I'm born and raised in Washington, D.C. Um, I have a few books out of collections of poetry that are based in erotic poetry. Um, for those of you who don't know, that is uh, sexual-based poetry, but it's not to be uh, sexual or just to be provocative. The main goal of my work is sexual education and sexual empowerment. 
Um, so I use my poetry to speak to the different elements of sexuality um, and hopefully, you know, change some hearts and minds in the process. Absolutely, absolutely. And what made you do it poetically instead of writing a traditional type novel? Um, that's just, you know, my natural form of expression. Um, when I was, you know, even a child, um, just poetry spoke to me in such a way. Um, you know, some people, um, some people don't like, you know, direct messages. Uh, you know, um, even mm-hmm, if you tell right. Times you tell them to go right a hundred times, they'll never go right just because you're telling them to go right. But if you tell them a story mm-hmm. about how, you know, somebody didn't listen to somebody was telling them to go right, they'll eventually go right because somehow they get the point out of that. Um, <laughs> I know it might right. sound a exactly, little um, or counterintuitive or maybe a little around the bush about it, but art speaks to people in different ways. And people get different things from it. And I love poetry because I can deliver a hundred different messages in just one poem. Um, And it just depends on who the listener is that, you know, really dictates what they pick up from it and which pieces they pick out and find important to them. Um, Because poetry is such a personal thing, and that personal connection makes you receive the message in a different way. Absolutely. Now, what is the... Um, source of your your passion when you're trying to create. Where where do you get that um, fire from? Is it just sporadic? Is it something that specifically has to happen? Do you have to be around a certain mood music? What what is it that gets you going to be able to flow? Um, honestly, I would just say that it is God given. Um, there's I don't I very very rarely sit down to compose a poem. You know, I very rarely say, mm-hmm. hey, I'm going to do some writing today or, you know, I'm going to I'm going to knock out three or four poems today. That process does not work that way at all for me. And God bless those mm-hmm. people who can sit down and do it. Um <laughs> I um you know, I do like blog posts and um magazine articles and things like that that keeps me kind of writing normally but um but when I get mm-hmm. the inspiration for a poem it literally it just strikes out of the sky you know I could be doing something as simple as you know grocery shopping and maybe I observe the way that a couple is reacting to each other in the grocery store and it it could be something as simple mm-hmm. as so the way that he might stroke her hair or the way that he goes to reach for her mm-hmm. hand as she pulls away, you know, maybe something that small might trigger a thought in my head and that thought will just spiral into, you know, this this piece, you know, like these words will literally mm-hmm. just go out of me. Um, and I very rarely have to do lots of editing and things like that because I find that, um, it comes across. Now that doesn't mean that I don't do any editing. <laughs> right, I right, right. Do and they're involved <laughs> in writing books. But, um, but yeah. But normally the message, that subconscious message, um, still seems to peek out. So, yeah, I'm terrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's okay though. But you know what? Sometimes I think we overthink a lot of things because we. If you think about just life in general, we can think of so many things that we can get upset about. And if we really, really, really think about it, 
Don't nobody care. You see what I'm saying? Honestly, nobody cares on what it is. So I think sometimes we're so um, structured in the way we do things that mm-hmm. we forget to relax and let things just be and and just allow ourselves to um, be in the moment and, and enjoy the moment. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, um regarding women and their sexuality in particular, it's um, it's maybe the number one issue that women will have in bed, that they can't get out of their own head enough to enjoy the experience. You'd be mm. surprised. Wow. wow. Now, I came in at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Now, but I got a question now because sometimes I think, us being women, we spend so much time focused on pleasing everybody else that even if we are not being pleased at the same time, we try not to make that our focus. But at the same time, your body is going to react to that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Can you talk a little, just a little bit about that where um, I think at some point in time as women, we have to say it's okay to be selfish sometimes in certain situations. Oh, that's definitely. Um, Listen, you know, frankly, I think it's okay to be a little selfish every day. Sorry, I might be the worst person in the world. (laughs) I film that one. Um, But I think that everybody has to establish boundaries, everyone. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. you, you have to establish what's okay and what's not, what's too far, what's not, you know, what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do. And you have Mm -hmm. to be willing to be honest with people about what those boundaries are, and you have Mm -hmm. to be unafraid to personally enforce them. So if you say, you know, um, uh, let's say, oh, my goodness, (laughs) let's say that you have um, a sister who, you know, uh, constantly, you know, relies on you. Or let's say, actually, this is a common scenario, grandmothers, okay, for grandmothers out there who might have that daughter that's constantly dropping off the kids. <laughs> like, and it's like, I love you, and I love my grandbabies, but I'm going to need you to only drop them over here, like, twice a week because grandma's still got a life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and exactly. grandma, you have to able to say, listen, baby, I love you, but I'm going to bingo tonight. So, no, you know, and you have to mean it, and you got to not be home. She can't just pop up there. <laughs> you know, you have to be and kind you of know, willing to enforce that, and the same goes for your sexuality, for your personal time. Like, when mm-hmm. that, you know, kind of when that situation comes up, not only do you have to kind of mentally prepare yourself and, yes, ladies, I'm sorry, that is your job. Like, you know, you, you've got to mentally kind of get yourself there. You have to be there yourself. Your partner should only be a compliment to what you're feeling. And I know a lot of people are going to be like, what? That's crazy. No, I promise you. You need to be whole so first. You, you need to be happy first. You need there. to be motivated first. So if you can't mentally wow. get there without without little to no assistance from them, then that's more so like a, a stop sign or something to let you know that you need to rethink things. 
Um, the partnership, you mean? Right, because you're saying that uh, you're that it really is your responsibility to mentally get yourself ready, and a lot of times. uh, females feel like, well, you have to do something to make me want to feel that way. But you're saying, no, it's it's really dependent on you um, for most of that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, what I'm saying is that, like, as a person, okay, say, um, oh, okay, for example, say that your girls invite you out, you know, for a girls' night out or whatever, and you're really Mm -hmm. tired. You're really tired. You're like, listen, I love my girls, but mm, I'm about to stay in this house, you know. But maybe there's this mm-hmm. little voice right. in your head like, you know, okay, go out anyway, you know, whatever, you know. So mm-hmm. in your mind, you start thinking, okay, well, if I go out, what am I going to wear, you know. What shoes am I going to put on? Okay, if I drive there, what route mm-hmm. am I going to take? Or, you know, who might I see mm-hmm. tonight when I go out? Da, 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 da. All of that stuff is mentally prepping you to go out, Right. Mm-hmm. All right. of that, you're right. All of those little thoughts, that's getting you ready to go out. So at the same mm-hmm. time, you know, it's the same kind of process for getting ready, you know, for for sexuality, getting ready, you know, to get busy, get down. You've you're thinking to yourself, oh, okay, well, you know, ooh, what if he does this? Ooh, what if he does that thing from last time? Man. You know what I mean? And your your mind is starting to move and you're starting to get going and you're getting more into the idea yourself. That, I mean, sure, you might be thinking of your partner, but it has little to do with them. Like, Hmm. you're motivating yourself. You're putting yourself in the mindset. You're putting yourself in a receptive mood. You're putting yourself in a place where you're like, you know what, okay, yeah, like, I'm down for this. I'm ready to, yeah, Heck yeah, let's go. You know, you're getting there by yourself so that by the time that your partner comes to, like, physically meet you, you guys are already on a whole different plane. Like, things already feel good because you're expecting them to feel good. Things are already Mm -hmm. awesome because you are already thinking, this is going to be great. And this is, you know, I mean, for for women in relationships, at least, you kind of know what you're getting already. So, yeah, you expect it to be, you know, (laughs) what it's been. It's it's true. But that's what I'm saying. You have it in your head Mm -hmm. first, and then it's like, but the problem with having it in your head that sometimes your thought doesn't equal what you're receiving. And that's a whole different issue. Yeah. That's, that's a whole different, you know, that's a whole different place to go. Um, that that indeed in itself is a whole different, you know, book. But that same, I that love same boundary conversation goes there as well. You know, you need mm-hmm. to be open with your partner. You need to be willing to talk to them about it. You need to be willing to try things to change the situation. So, I mean, those same rules apply. Wow, this is Tony Ray. So thank you once again, <clears throat> excuse me, for joining. I'm just a little bit late. I got stuck at work. But I came in at such a great point, and I love what you did, the um, parallel that you just gave for women because sometimes, you know, they say making love that night actually starts when you wake up in the morning and the way you interact throughout the day, a little text here and a little text mm-hmm. there or a little note here. It all adds up to that climax, if you want to say, 
at the end of your night, mm-hmm. at the end of your day. So it all is like right. a mental thing. You you are physically and mentally preparing, and and that's real. You know, and that's very real. It doesn't just start when you say, let's get busy. Because who's ready when you just say, let's get busy? Exactly. <laughs> and just to put cruelly, you know, because sometimes it takes a little bit, you know, to just get in that mood. And, and if, like Leisha said a little bit ago, she said, you know, as women, we tend to focus on others' pleasure and not necessarily our own but it, and and we feel okay with that, but we shouldn't because we should want to feel just as good as we are making those around us feel good, if not better. I agree. Oh, absolutely. I'm oh, I definitely <laughs> a thousand percent agree. Um, I mean, just good Lord, with our daily contributions, okay? Children mm-hmm. or no children, mm-hmm. husband or no husband. Just women in general, the daily contributions that we make to each other and to society is completely exhausting. And we should absolutely mm-hmm. be able to feel 100% free, liberated, completely loved, like completely just wrapped in this shell of like orgasmic ecstasy every time we go into the bedroom. Girl, preach. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> yes, I agree. And a lot of that depends on the energy that you share with your partner. And a lot of people don't mm-hmm. don't think of that. You have energy. You have energy that you guys share. So that energy is supposed to help you get through that point. But a lot of times, again, I said this earlier, sometimes people don't care. Like you have, you have as a woman, we're, we're concerned about so many different things. And those are our focus. But sometimes people are just concerned about themselves, which frustrates us because it's like you feel not supported. You see what I'm saying? And then that can mm-hmm. slow down your your sex drive as well as a lot of other different things. I think that us as females, we, we think about basic things as far as taking care of our bodies. But so many things um, and hormonal and otherwise happens to our bodies that all of that kind of takes over when it comes to um, performing in the bedroom, just like it happens to men. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're absolutely right, 1,000%. Um, and, you know, I think that that just goes hand-in-hand hand with being open and having that open communication with your partner. And I know it's hard. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Let me tell you. Whew, there are sometimes I get so, you know, angry and just in my own thoughts that I don't even want to tell my boyfriend what's wrong until I've figured it out in my own head. And, <laughs> and that is kind of productive for us. It is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It is. Sitting up here, I'm at work all day. I'm pissed at him all day. I'm like, whatever, <laughs> blah blah blah. And then I come home at night or whatever. He's on the couch chilling. Hey, babe, what's up? Da 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 da. da. <laughs> Nothing yeah. ever happened because he's not mad because he didn't. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have an issue. And I could have said something a long time ago. We cleared up a little misunderstanding, (laughs) and I would have been happy all day and came home and been like, hey, boo, too. And who knows what could have happened after that. You know what I mean? (laughs) Uh Exactly. 
<laughs> but I always say being in your feelings is such a waste of time in any uh-huh. aspect of your world because when you be, when you're in your feelings, you're you're one you're not thinking clearly. Um, uh-huh. And as a woman, I I I find myself in my feelings. I'm mad first, and so I'm cussing, I'm fussing, but I'm not thinking. You see what I'm saying? And that's that is hard to be that way because nobody can read your mind. They don't know what it is. And half the time, yeah, I know what it is either. Mm-hmm. This is true. This is true. And and you have to, you know, again, be be open, be able to sit there and say, you know what, honestly, I'm, I'm not even sure. It might be the tone of your voice when you just said that. It could be the way you, I don't know, move the vase across the table or something to seem real angry, whatever it is. Talk it out. Go through it. Say what it is. Mm-hmm. Talk about it to yourself also. Like, go back and do that homework on yourself. Like, because we all have work to do on ourselves. So don't just say, Absolutely. okay, this was the problem I had with the other person. Also say, ooh, mm-hmm. okay, the way I reacted, though, okay, that wasn't great. Um, right. Maybe next yeah, time yeah. I should try to, you know. Maybe I just curse in the bathroom or something, just throw a fit in there. Like, maybe I won't, you know, reckless drive the car down the street or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, try to find mm-hmm. better ways. I know that I have to find better ways and that I'm a work in progress every single day, but I know that my honesty with myself makes it a 100 times easier to correct the problem. Absolutely. Now, tell us what we can expect in the bedroom companion. Oh, absolutely. Um, The Bedroom Companion is uh, my third book, um, my most recent work. It is a collection of poetry that is aimed um, kind of at the already sexually active crowd, Um, you know, people in relationships um, or situationships, as things go nowadays, Um, those types types of people, yeah. So um, whereas, you know, the birds, the bees, and the boudoir, uh, the first and second editions of that, that was kind of aimed at, you know, um, it was a little more general, but also a little more introductory Mm -hmm. in terms of, um, you know, navigating sexual relationships. Um, Anyway, The Mm -hmm. Bedroom Companion. You will find a tour of the five senses. Um, It's a little technique Mm -hmm. that I like to call activating the senses, um, which will heighten your experiences, your everyday sexual experiences. Um, And that just really involves um, activating each area, yeah, each area of the body so that you are on a new plane. So it's not Mm -hmm. just, oh, okay, let me come into the bedroom that I always come into every day. She's all over the bed, same way they've been over the bed. Like, no. Like, all right, I'm going to come in and, ooh, the bed made? Oh, the lights are low. Like visually, I can see these things, you know. Maybe mm-hmm. I can um, smell mm-hmm. the scent of that candle, you know, over in the corner, you know what I'm saying, or perfume on the bed, you know. Maybe um, maybe what I'm tasting, aside from my partner's body, is, you know, a delicious aphrodisiac, you know, set on a tray on the side, you know, something like that. Like really going after each one of those senses and making sure that each one of those is activated before you begin the lovemaking sequence. Well, and that only enhances what you what is to come. Mhm. Absolutely. And um of course, um, you know, I 
I do this in a mixture of poetry and in, um, I guess that you can call them essays um, <laughs> or authors' mm-hmm. notes is how I just personally mm-hmm. refer to them. Um, but, yeah, you know, through each of the poems, each of the poems in that section is uh, directed at a particular sense. So, um, mm-hmm. cool. there's a poem, you know, uh, <laughs> that's called Movie Time, you know, visually, you know, acuitive, you know. Um, mm-hmm. There is a poem that is called, <laughs> there is a poem uh, that is called Wetness, um, which oh, is, dang, you know, taste uh, acquired. <laughs> <All right>. um, <laughs> like, yeah, my, my titles are pretty provocative. Poem. Um, <laughs> Clearly, yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, yeah. Looking to one quick. <laughs> <laughs> so where do you get where do you get the idea for your for your the title of your poem? Um, do you create your poem first the poem and then work completed. on the title? Okay. Yeah, it's, it's after the poem is completed. Um, usually, um, yeah, usually again after this kind of sequence of words, kind of flows through me and kind of gets flushed out, um, you know, I look it mm-hmm. over. Um, I kind of say to myself, oh, well, what does this mean? What is it saying to me? You know, and then um, uh-huh. and then I find, you know, an appropriate title or like something snappy or maybe I'll just let it sit there, you know, for a couple of weeks or a couple of months untitled until I just, you know, like the right thing kind of hits me. Um, but I don't, Absolutely. yeah, I don't dwell on it too much. Now, you are a songwriter as well. Tell us a little bit about that. I'm sorry? You're a songwriter as well. Tell us a little bit about that. Oh, um, absolutely. Um, That started in college. Um, I attended West Virginia University where I met, um, like, awesome local famous rapper 66240, and um, his brother, DJ Monsterung, um, they would let me come and perform poetry at, um, at 123 Pleasant Street. It was basically, I was like a little artist in residence, kind of. And um, whenever they would have, like, you know, their hip-hop shows and nights like that, I would come out and perform for the crowd, and they loved it, and I loved it, too. And, you know, it just it was a thing for the entire time that I was there. Um, around 2006, um, you know, the guys, you know, they just said, you're, you're so good at this poetry thing. I'm sure that you could rap. I'm sure that you could, you know, sing or write songs or something. Like, you need to try this music thing. So <laughs> I just, you know, I'm, I've played an instrument before, um, but I'm not mm-hmm. naturally, you know, musically inclined. So um, it was a little difficult for me at first to get into um, kind of like rapping and things like that. But then um, as far as mm-hmm. R&B songs go, they are much easier to write, and um, they allow me to say more of what a person's heart might feel. Um, so Absolutely. yeah, so it's a, it's a very fun process. Um, it's a cool, uh, it's a cool hobby, like a little side business, um, in a way. Um, but yeah, like, it's just, it's just another way that writing is fun for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, music and writing, they go hand in hand, you know, and, uh, this is Tony, I'm sorry to try to introduce ourselves because we so much sound so much alike, but, um, 
But tell us a little bit about your your um your blog talk your blog talk show or is it Oral Hour your blog show? Oh, the that's Oral Hour. Like, um, oh. Yes, <laughs> that's that's like that wetness essay. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, like I said, I try to get straight to the point. You know, I don't want you to have any emotions about what I'm telling you about. I don't want you to feel like I duped you into listening to me or that I, you know, tried to make you think it was something else. Like, no. Like, I want you to know straight from the get, this is what we're going to be discussing, you know, and I'm sorry if it shocks you, but if you've experienced it, it shouldn't. So calm down. Like, let's talk about this stuff. Like, (laughs) Um, but um, the oral hour—that's uh, um, that show. Unfortunately, we're no longer doing it um, right now. Um, it is something okay. that I'm looking to restart um, in the coming year. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, but basically, it was you know two hours uh, a night where we would. My apologies, it expanded into three, um, where we would discuss um, topics of love and sexuality. Um, I would, you know, introduce a new poem so that readers would, of course, um, and listeners would be able to kind of, you know, hear what I'm bringing to the table. And a lot of times um, we might spring topics out of those poems or have uh, guests Mm -hmm. on and things like that. We just, we had a really good time. um, And we talked about lots of interesting topics. And we had people, you know, call in with their questions and their concerns so that we could Real things in people's lives. Mm-hmm. Well, Absolutely, we had a great time. Well, it was a great game, just to lighten stuff up. <laughs> well done, mm-hmm. girl. Yeah, yeah. I do. You know, I do a lot in the pursuit of of getting my message out there. Um, I mean, I, I really do. I, I really do work as tirelessly as I can. Um, to to get my name out there and to get my work out there so that we can open up these discussions. Like, that's really what I want to do. It doesn't matter to me if you buy my book, honestly. It it matters to me if we talk about the issue. Like, it matters to me if you say, oh, I'm specifically not buying your book because I'm against smut. Oh, okay. Um well, you know, Were you aware you that, that you know, there's, well, no, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, because lots of times my first question is, are you a parent? How'd you have your kid? You know what I mean? <laughs> no, um, right, right, no, but, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, to be, to be more serious, um, you know, I just, I really, I introduced them to a poem with like an obvious underlying message. And I say, Mm -hmm. now, does that sound like smut or does it sound like, you know, a girl crying out for help? You know, does it sound like Mm -hmm. somebody that wants to save from their situation? Is that what it Mm -hmm. sounds like? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that conversation, you know, makes it different. It opens up people's Mm -hmm. eyes. It gives them more to converse about, and that is my aim. Absolutely, yeah, I definitely you know, like, agree with that, and I love your direction. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you so much. That's true, and also it opens up dialogue because sometimes you may not know how to approach a situation, but if you read a poem to your significant other, that can spark dialogue. 
and that can spark, you know, mutual satisfaction because not only are you getting your 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 book out there, your message out there, but you're getting it out there to to help people become satisfied with each other, or even if it's just satisfied with themselves. So that dialogue is so important, and reading the poem can open up that dialogue. You know, um, I. And I kind of have to admit, I honestly um, just love telling this story, if I can be completely honest. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but there, um, I I have some friends, and, um, you know, we were at a party, and I met mm-hmm. a, a young lady who, you know, she said that she had her daughter at a young age. She was about 15 or 16, and her daughter Mm. was currently 17, and she knew that she was having sex, and she had no idea how to Mm. talk to her. She was completely afraid, did not know what to do, was like, you know what, this is just out of my hands. I don't, what am I going to tell her? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And she just said, you know what, I just want to get your book. I just want to give it to her. Like, if she's already doing this stuff, like, whatever. Like, she's clearly not going to be, you know, thrown off. So, yeah, I'm just going to give it Mm -hmm. to her, let her read it, and hopefully it will help. Let's see what happens. Okay? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe about six or seven months. Let's say eight. Let's just say eight. Eight months later, I see this woman, and um, she comes to me basically almost in tears. I mean, we were at a cookout. Mm -hmm. We weren't even expecting to see each other. You know what I mean? And she pulled me aside. She's, like, almost in tears, and she's like, listen, my daughter read your book, and she has such a different idea of, like, what her sexuality is now. Like, she says that she wants to, you know, she really kind of wants to stop having sex. And she's, you know, like, I have value for my body now. I have worth for my sexuality now. Like, that, what? What? Mm. Wow. That blew my mind. Mm -hmm. That, man, I'm sitting up there crying with her at the barbecue. Okay. <laughs> um, which book was exactly. this? Which one of your books was it? Um, it was it was the birds, the bees, and the boudoir. Um, the uh, the second edition, which is like kind of the mm-hmm. the red and white looking cover. Um, for those of you that might find it online. Um, but it's yeah, that completely blew me away. Um, uh-huh. because That's I just. Yeah, I mean that's that's the whole goal. That's the whole point. That's the that's what I want to do is affect change in people's lives. And when she told me that, I mean that just what I was like. All right, clearly I need to keep writing. And God confirmed it for me every time. Absolutely, I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that. You know. You said that your topic, um, you know, for the day was that shit happens. And it's so crazy because um, I was thinking, you know, just about that very thing, how sometimes we might not want to, you know, accept messages and things like that. Like, I I was like a child of, like, um, outside of family molestation um, and rape mm-hmm. and 
um, things like that. And going through those experiences led me down this path in the first place. Um, I actually had my first book written when I was 18, but I was 18. Like, I wasn't thinking about publishing a book. Like, whatever. I was off doing whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, when I got older, um, I, you know, moved away from home. I was in a new location. And um, being in that city in Jacksonville, Florida, actually, um, they have such a do-it-yourself kind of spirit down there that I was like, you know what? All right, cool. Like, I can do this. Like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to publish a book. And, you know, and I said it, and I was like, all right, you know, whatever, you know. And so then I, um, I kind of got fired from my job. And I was like, oh, okay, um, I'm going to need some money, so now I'm really going to need to publish this book. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> no? And I was like, all right, that's cool. That helped out in a bind. Bam, that was awesome. Cool. I've satisfied, uh-huh. like, my writing bug. Like, whatever, no big deal. And, um, uh-huh. yeah, God was like, but you're not done, though. And I was like, but God, like, I got this new job. Like, see, like, I got this, like, car or whatever. We're cool. Like, da, da, da. He's like, that's not what you're supposed to quit. And I was like, but God. And he was like, but nothing. I got fired from that job. And I was like, no. Wow. wow. Why are you playing but with you me? I'm like, like, what do you mean? Like, mm. it that, was blowing my mind. I was like, listen, the these show. little petty misunderstandings, this has got to stop. Like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But, you know, things happen, and they uh-huh. all happen for a reason. And we they don't, do. when, when, change, when change happens, change is always uncomfortable. And so yes. when it happens, we don't look at it as a positive thing because we're yes. looking at the distractions that are placed in front of us instead of focusing on the reason for the change. And sometimes, a lot of times, it's because you got to do a little change in order to get to the next step in your life. So um, that's a great example because I was working at a company that closed. And had that company not closed, we'll be working there. You know what I'm saying? And I wouldn't be doing a lot of the things that I do now. So at the time, being laid off, of or working for a company for 13 years, it didn't feel comfortable. You know, it, it was an uncomfortable situation. But it was supposed to happen for me to move my feet to do other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I tell you, it is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, but when you start moving and when you do start going in that right direction, everything changes. Mm-hmm. Stuff just starts lining up for you. Things just start falling into Absolutely. place for you. You don't even have to touch it half the time. And it's like, oh, an email just came in from somebody I don't even know. What do they want? For me to do something for them, like regarding this dream that I've been working on? What? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Like, but that's confirmation. The sky. Yeah. A lot of times, yeah, it's confirmation. A lot of times people think that somebody's supposed to tell you. You know, I hate when people say, God told me to tell you, if the guy didn't tell me in advance and then give me some confirmation along the way, he might have been giving you that word, not me. You know what I'm saying? But we don't uh-huh. think of stuff in that manner. You know what I'm saying? A lot of things are confirmation. You thought about something, the seed was planted, he watered it, and then you start moving your feet, then you stop moving your feet. Then all of a sudden it's like different things, which are confirmation that lets you know that you need to keep going. And sometimes we don't pay attention to that. 
Oh, absolutely. Huh? I think that we I think that we tend to get a little bit and then we think that that's all that maybe we're supposed to get or all that we're supposed to have. So mm-hmm. we get settled right. and we get comfortable in that spot and we don't we forget that we're supposed to be reaching for more and that we're supposed to be aspiring to be and do better. Mm, that's so true. Well, this has been an awesome show and so enlightening. And make sure you guys go out and one-click her. But, Ray, we're going to give you a fun question as you leave the chat room. And thank you once again for joining Leisha and I tonight. Now, my question is going to be based off of our show last night because we had so much fun with it. I'm going to give it a little twist. If you were a piece of candy, what type of candy would you be and why? <laughs> and I'm going to be right. To okay, what you have be to say. <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll wait. Okay, no, you ain't got to. Mm-mm, honey. You already know. <laughs> you you said I, I had to get ready. I say ready. All right, then. <laughs> okay, so listen. This is my candy, okay? okay? I am. I am a gummy bear. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right. Let me oh. tell you why. Okay? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. A, I'm plus size. Baby got it, okay? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. bear shape. Go well. ahead now. Uh, <laughs> go ahead Okay, now. all right, all right. All right, talk that talk. I'm sweet. I'm soft. Okay. I'm delicious. And, of course, I come in many flavors. Hey. Oh, <laughs> right. You better stop it. You better stop I love it. it. I know that's right. I love it. I love your personality. That's why me and T do what we do. We, you know, a lot of times when people don't have that verbal um, word of mouth where they might be new to the industry, we allow them to come on our show. It's a free platform for them to be able to share their personality because your personality itself becomes your word of mouth. That's what gets people fired up to be able to follow whatever your dream is. And we appreciate you coming mm-hmm. on the show, sharing your dream and your journey with us. You know that you are welcome back anytime before you slide out the chat room. Please tell everybody your social media handles and any events you have coming up. Oh, absolutely. Um, well, you can find me anywhere on the Internet. Um, all of the apps, if you've got them, I've got them too. Um, you can find me <laughs> under the name at Poet Ray Monet. That's P-O-E-T-R-A-E-M-O-N-E-T. Um, and, again, that's at Poet Ray Monet anywhere, you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of that. Um, my website is witchray.wordpress.com. Um, you can find mm-hmm. all of my books um, on Amazon um, online to which – Again, if you go to Amazon, type in at Poet Ray Monet, um, you will find my author's mm-hmm. page. So, again, like okay. literally will not throw a rock and not find me if you put in <laughs> at Poet Ray Monet. Um, but I do have um, a buttload of events coming up. I am working my butt off this summer. Um, on the 27th here, um, that's just, Oh, goodness. And, oh, actually, I'm tripping. The 27th of July, of June, my apologies, I'm going to be down at the D.C. Center uh, doing their Brother to Brother um, promotion there, their their book reading. I'm going to be at uh, Women's Empowerment Day uh, at the Tacoma Park Library 
on uh, May 21st. Um, I'm going to be at the uh, Say I Do LGBT Wedding Expo, um, of which I'm on the board of directors. Um, so you will see me there on uh, June 4th. Um, there's so much other stuff coming up, but definitely, again, just find me online, and all of my links will be there as well. Mm-hmm. So um, you'll be able to find out everything that's coming up. Um, and, of course, at each of these events, I will be there um, performing, selling my books and poetry, um, and, of course, paintings as well. So if you're mm-hmm. looking to get anything signed, anything created for yourself, um, that's definitely a service that I provide as well. Awesome. awesome. Busy I love woman. it. Oh, yeah. Yes. I, I, I love it, and I intend to keep moving at this pace. Awesome. Absolutely. Is it okay right, if I leave right. you ladies' poem? Absolutely. You sure can, honey. You sure can. It is. Can. Okay. I, I noticed how much um, interest you showed in the in the title of Wetness, so I thought that might be the All appropriate right, uh, poem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey. All right. All right. Okay, this wetness. <laughs> this feeling, similar to a symphony, brings us moments of ecstasy. The, body, the product of our body's creation, creating a crescendo at the peak of our expression. It starts slow, a little trickle. And when your fingers touch, its moisture makes me blush. Then this little trickle turns into a drizzle. Deeper down, your mouth goes. Your tongue can lick lips and curl toes. I am excited. You turn this drizzle into a downpour. When you suck on it, I come more. You think to stick into fingers to stop this dam from leaking, but sucking plus stroking activates the emergency beacon. I flood all over your tongue. Legs shaking, lower back numb, temporarily free from any problem, and frankly, there was nothing worth discussion. When you slide in, my insides shiver. I'm adjusting to your thrust. You make my ocean currents quiver. Cue the weather. My natural rain provides the slide, but by the way, we're rocking. It's hurricane time. Tight and clenching, grabbing anything to brace. Here comes the monsoon. Wetness graces your face. Mouth wide open, facing the sky. R.I.P. Drowned Alive. That's what it is. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. OMG, I love it. I love it. And just, I, I, you can vision, that, that gives you a visual of how women you feel. Fan. Thank you so much. All right. You are, you are on point, you girl. Fan. Yes, I love that phone though, but you fail. You fail. I love it. Oh, thank you. We appreciate Mm. you. We appreciate you sliding into the chat room today to share your world with us, to share your work with us. And again, you're welcome back anytime if you're just tuning in. This is Let's Chat. I'm Miss Leisha. You know, I got my right hand and sometimes my left, the fabulous Miss. We're talking that talk today with the fabulous and awesome poet, Ray Monet. We appreciate you guys tuning in. If you just tuned in and you missed the show, no worries. You can head over to blogtalk.com and check out the archives. You can also check them out on iTunes, SoundCloud, um, and soon, I'm, we're looking at it, but 
Let's chat maybe moving uh, to Spreaker, but we're not sure. We're still looking into that. Um, but we will keep you guys posted. We appreciate you guys, and we will see you guys next week. Same chat time, same chat channel. Awesome. Thank you so much once again. You better listen to this show to the end because she dropped the wetness poem on us. Mm. You're going to want to mm, stick mm, around mm, for it. Thank mm. you once again for, for joining us, Ray. <laughs> Absolutely, ladies. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. Thank you. You're it was a pleasure. Welcome. I got a special time. I got a special song for you on your way out of the chat room. We appreciate you guys and good night. Good night. Night. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.